family, the bedrock of society, an important influence to children that helps shape in their perspective of life as they grow up. It helps in building their confidence, shaping their beliefs, values, and more importantly, helps them to become what God has ordained them to be. The dynamics of the family circle cannot be overemphasized. It plays a key role in our social interactions as adults and as children. And because of its domino effect in our lives, we need to pay attention to it and be heavily invested in building a healthy, strong family with the goal of raising better children, building healthy relationships between spouses, but more importantly, in building a better society across all nations. Get ready to explore and learn with Pastor Fumi Alawale on the subject of family dynamics and its impact in our lives. Hello everyone, uh, good day, I hope you are enjoying your day. Uh, we started last week on courtship, Christian courtship, or courtship, uh, Christian perspective. So we're continuing with courtship and we, we went a bit to define what courtship is all about, the difference between courtship and dating. Uh, dating is just, you know, a man trying to shop around for a person, trying to see whether this is the person for me. But we concluded last week that before you go into any relationship, or especially for us as Christians, we have the Spirit of God, we can pray, we can seek God. So there is not a time, a wasting of time on the path of both the man and the woman. So it's better for you to have prayed through, to have been sure that this person that I'm going into a relationship with is not just testing the waters, but I'm sure this is the person God wants me to marry. And then you, you, you start that relationship based on the fact that God has led us together. And so we, we now defined courtship as a time when a lady has said, yes, I, I love you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you to the point where they go to the altar and get married. So that period is the period of courtship. So we were looking at, so what is the purpose of courtship? That's what we want to consider today. Um, there are a lot of things that we could do in, in courtship. And so we need to look at it so that, because this is like, you know, setting a foundation for that marriage. We don't want a situation where you have been together for four years, yet you don't know one another. I had um, a niece-in-law, I think it's, she's niece-in-law, that was in relationship and they were going to get married in a particular uh, setting where they are not allowed to talk to each other uh, by themselves, they're not allowed to, they have to be in the presence of another couple uh, while they talk to one another. And so a few, few, few weeks of the wedding, we were planning wedding, and I, I, I was working with her in the kitchen, and I was asking her, what does your husband do? She doesn't know, you know. So they're going to marry, not knowing anything about each other. That is not good enough. And that's we, if care is not taken, it will make the, the marriage itself, you know, very, very horrendous. They will have to say through so many hard things. Where if they have worked together in courtship, it will have been easy for them to cope through marriage. 
I'm not saying courtship is a place where you know everything about your partner, but you know certain things. So what you are left with will be other things that you may not necessarily be able to know, but you've talked about different things. You've known him to a certain extent or known her to a certain extent, and that goes a long way to help that marital relationship. So the first purpose, just like we said last week, get to know and understand each other. It is a period of getting acquainted with one another. You know one another as much as possible. Exchange ideas and information. Discuss various topics, especially for us as Christians. What do you believe about that? What do you believe about um, going to church without a scarf? What do you think about not wearing jewelries and things like that? I remember when I, when we were cutting, myself and my husband, I, I was not using earrings. I didn't use earrings, no chain, no nothing. But he, he wanted me to use earrings. And he said, why are you not using? I said, I'm not. You saw me like this before you came. And it was going to cause a lot of problems. He said, for me, I wanted to use earrings. He would send my friends to me. They would ask me questions. And it, it was, I, I thought, Okay, in my fellowship, we don't wear it. So why, why we, you know me, you saw me like that. But at the end of the day, I had to go to my mentor. I said, this is what is going on. This is what this guy is asking for. So he said, what God said in his word in First Peter is for a woman not to make gold, silver, or apparel your God. If, if you are saying it the way you are saying it, that means God wants you to go naked. Because clothing was mentioned in that verse. And what God is about is not making that earring your God. To the point that you want earrings, you want to, you don't have the money, but you can use your thigh to pay for it. You can spend any money to pay for it. That is what God is talking about. When it becomes a God to you. So I understood it from there and I started wearing earrings. And the first day he saw me with earrings, it was so excited it was so <laughs> even my parents my dad saw me and said for me we tried to make you wear earrings you didn't so this young man just changed you like that i said daddy just let it be so this is the time to discuss various topics topics on children how many children do you want do you like children how, how, what do you think about disciplining children? So many things to talk about. This is a time also to meet in-laws. You need to meet in-laws. You need to meet co-workers. You need to know the parents or the siblings of your to-be partner. So it's a great time of getting to know one another. Also, this is the time to do things together. You learn new things together. Maybe your husband or to be likes football and you don't like football, you, you, you begin to talk about it together so that you can have a bit of understanding. So when you are discussing, you can contribute a bit, even though it's not your passion. It's a time to travel together. And when I mean travel together, maybe visiting families, going on holidays. If you know that going on holidays you will not be able to get your own hotel room. You have to sleep together in the same room. You need to guide against that. Don't do it. I remember we, we, went, we were visiting his uncle one of the days just before the wedding. And the man prepared, he has 
some other children, his own children in the house, and he prepared a room for us and said, that room is where you're sleeping. So I said, ah, daddy, we can't sleep together until we are, we are married. He said, does that mean you're not pregnant? I said, no, I can't be pregnant because it is against God for us to have sex before marriage. He said, no, that is bullshit. That is old, old time stories. That is the room you're sleeping. So my husband said, okay, for me, you know what? Um, nothing will happen. I said, with me? <laughs> no, we can't sleep in that same room. So I said, don't worry, just sleep. He said, okay, let me go and sleep in the sitting room. I said, don't worry, just sleep. So I walked to the girl's room and I said, I want to sleep in your room. So I slept there. When the man woke up the other day, he found out that we did not sleep together in the same room. And the thing is that even if we had slept in that same room together, Nothing has happened between the two of us. We're able to keep ourselves under, put ourselves under control. What do you think those girls, how would they believe that nothing has happened? So there are things you do just because you want to, you don't want to be an hindrance to somebody else looking at you and saying, these are Christians. Because if we do it, we don't have any mouth to tell unbeliever that it's a sin against God. So it's important that we note that. Also, it's a time to worship together, pray together, fellowship together, attend programs, maybe marriage seminars, you know, where you can learn, go to different places together. And when I talk about worship together, if, you go to, if you're in another church and he is in another church, occasionally go and worship in his church. Occasionally, you should come and worship in your church so that he's under your, your learning you know, you could see what is happening in your church and what you're learning. And so you, for a woman, you know, okay, this is the place I'm going to. So all those things are so good. Spend time together, visit together, make decisions together. Don't say because oh, we're not married, I can just decide to take off without informing him. I remember my brother, he was on the campus and I was living in the same city. I was doing my master. He, he also was doing his master's or something like that. And he had a girlfriend. The girl will leave the campus without telling him. So maybe he just felt, oh, let me check out. You get to the room. The roommate will say, ah, she didn't tell you she went to Lagos. No. No. And this guy didn't see anything wrong in it. And I thought, this is a red flag because this person... <laughs> If, he's, if she's doing like that now, she will do much more when you're married. So this is a time to know each other, get to spend time together. Also, it's a time to seek knowledge. Hosea 4, 6 said, people, but people perish for lack of knowledge. If, if we don't learn about marriage, all these books on marriages have been written for us. They have shared their life, their life story everything with us so that we can learn from their experiences. We can get a, a particular level that somebody has reached without going through the mistakes that they have made because we have read about their mistakes and we can guide against it. So this is a time to study Bible together, Christian literature on marriages, Christian literature on, on uh, parenting, discipline, Christian literature on, on different topics that are of that this different doctrine in the christendom that may cause problem in the home also this is a time to 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 attend seminars together go for this go for that 
God's principles of marriage, we can look at it. What is God saying? What, what are the principles that will help us in this relationship? Marital roles and responsibilities. What are my duty based on Bible? You look at it, you study it together. And you can learn from it because there are a lot of things happening in the world today. A lot of things that we see around us. If we don't learn what the Bible is saying, the tendency is that we follow the way my mother did or the way my daddy did to my mom. In my house, uh, I just, it's my mom that does everything. My dad just sit down, is served, is looked after. And you grow up, you want to do the same thing in this 21st century. It will not work. It only creates a lot of problems. And that's why we need to talk about all these things. Learn from the scriptures what Bible is all about. Read stories, books that has been written and documented for this purpose. Also, it's a, it's a time to learn effective communication. Engage in active discussion. Listen to one another. Observe each other closely. Don't let love blindfold you. This is the time to observe one another. Take information from friends, especially for those people that are doing distant relationship. Check the person out. What's she doing in America? Or what's he doing in America? He's telling you this is the church I go to. If you have a friend in that church, what does he do in the church? What do you think about him? It's important that we look at all this. You need to uh, learn effective communication, you know, because we are different people. Some people are, we talk about anything and everything. Some people are on the quiet side. This is the time to bring yourself out. You can talk about anything and everything. And effective communication is key when it comes to marriage. Is it problem with sex? Is it problem with children? Is it problem with finances? Is it problem with in-laws? All of them is linked to communication. If you don't communicate about them, it will cause a lot of problems. So communication is, is key and you can read about, read books on effective communication. So this is the time to do it. Visit one another, home, work and church. You want to know how he does his things in his home. Maybe he lives with his parents, how the parents are. You just put your eyes there. You can see the way the father treats the mother. Do you want to be treated that way? Is that a prayer point for you? Is that something you need to check out in his life and work on praying for him, getting books and say, read this, you know? So these are the things we need to know. Also, the things you may be able to discover about each other, family background. What do they believe in? What is What goes on in their family? What's the history about their family? Personality profile is so, so important because... We have different personalities. Some are sanguine, you know. Some are just very reserved, you know. They won't talk. They won't say anything. Everything is fine. So when you understand the different personality, uh, are they the firstborn in the house? Are they the lastborn? Is he an only child? Is he a middle one? There are ways by which different people behave because of the way they've been brought up. When you put all this into this uh, consideration is to help you to be able to relate with one another and to know that oh this aspect of him is either I'm praying about it or we are working together to make sure that changes. Social taste and friends. You for us as women we are very we have this intuition that tells you that this is not a good friend. 
You don't need to fight him and say, this friend, I don't want to see this person. You can pray about it. God will work it out. Because once you start doing that, it will lead to problems. So, socials, you go out, what does he like? How does he want things to be done? Um, I was a typical SU girl when we were in relationship. But my husband is the go-go type. He wants me to dress in certain ways. And sometimes I will say, this is what I'm wearing. It will cause a lot of problems for days where we're just not in talking mood. And at the point I had to, okay, if he's not showing my body, if he's not exposing me, if he's not against God, there's nothing wrong in wearing good dresses. Sometimes he, he, there was a time he arranged for a friend. He gave the friend money and the prince came to the house and said, ah, for me, I need to take you out. Okay, we went out. I went to different shops. She would pick, oh, this fits you. She would pay for it. And I said, ah, why are you buying dresses for me? I can buy it when I need them. I said, no, I just, I just feel like, you know, making you feel good. He bought three. It was later, later, I, I now discovered that it was my husband that gave her money to buy them for me. So please, you need to know each other. What are his tastes? What does he like? How does he talk? Life history. What is it that you have done in life? And what are the future ambition? Christian calling. What do you see yourself? How do you see yourself in the next five years? You want to be a pastor or do you dream of becoming a pastor? Sometimes you don't even know it. But the fact that you are Christians, you can talk about anything. I ah, no, no. Temperament is also key. You need to learn about each other's temperament. Leadership ability, sense of humor, humor this, the use of tongue. How does he talk to people? Okay, so the next thing we're looking at is general comportment during unguarded moments. When nobody is watching, when he's not conscious of you being there, just around people. How does he react? And also, it's important to take note of your, your partner or spouse's attitude to money, to juries, to correction and disagreement. How does he react when there is a disagreement? Does he just keep to himself or herself for days, not talking to each other and things like that? How does he react to instructions, obedience? How does he respect discipline? Things like that. So you need to just be on the lookout. Don't just while away the time. Just everything is only when you don't have what to do that you can end up going to sin. So there's need for you to open your eyes and take note of all these things so that even if it is prayer, you need to pray about it and talk about it as much as you can. Another thing also is a time to agree on certain things. Amos 33 said, can two work together except they be agreed? This is time to discuss type, which type of wedding do you want? Where do you want us to live or settle after wedding? Which church should we attend? What's the nature of work? And where do you want to work? What size of family? One, two, three, four. Or oh, I love children. I want 12. And you, both of you discuss it and come to an agreement. That's the time to do it. When it's not what you do when you're already in relationship. Because at that time, if there's nothing you can do about the, the way the other person thinks, then it goes a long way to affect you. Um, also, it is a period to develop companionship ability. Yeah, how, 
assess how compatible you are. Try to adjust and adapt appropriately. Compatibility socially, emotionally, educationally, professionally, family status. There's nothing wrong in reading more. Remember those days when one of the marriage counselors came to us in school uh, to, to talk to us as sisters. We had a sister's fellowship and she was invited. And she said, when your husband is progressing academically, don't just sit down and say, oh, yeah, we are married now. That is enough. Try and push yourself. Push yourself. You also go ahead and study more. There is no limit to learning. It's so, so important. Also, it's a period to give and receive through sharing together. A period to buy gifts for one another, for parents, for relatives and friends. Does he remember to buy gifts for you? If he does not buy gifts for you and is only receiving or he I, I, or you want to just receive and receive, yeah, it will get worse in relationship. And there, there, I, I was listening to a girl on, on the YouTube some months ago. And the way she was talking, she wants this man to buy the, some designer's shoes, designer's bag, every time she wants a gift. And the man said, I can't afford that, you know. And uh, that's how my father buys it for me. So these are pointers to things you need to be careful about, things that could be dangerous in relationship if she doesn't want to cut her coat according to your size. So these are the things you need to look for. If somebody is not buying it for you in courtship, this is the time a woman is pampered most. It's not likely to buy gifts for you in marriage. So also is a plan to plan. Plan your introduction, the engagement, wedding ceremonies. Don't wait until he has given you rings and you have only three months to plan. Be talking about it. Be looking at things that you like. Be looking at discussing. Save money. Don't just spend money and save. Nothing is at stake. Also, it's a period to plan for your future home. Planning for future home means you're praying for each other. You're praying for the kind of children God will give to you. You're praying for your purpose in life. What is God telling you? What are you supposed to be doing? If you don't pray together in relationship, you're not likely to pray together when you get married. So this is a time to develop that, that time of praying together. Time of building each other up in the word of God. Oh, what did you, what is the spirit of God telling you? Oh, my, my dear, you know what? This is what I learned today. You share the word of God together. You build each other. You may decide, okay, we are studying the book of Ephesians, which talk a lot about marriage relationship. You talk about it. You discuss it. You read books about it. And you look at the different points that could help you in your relationship. Also, this is the time to share your vision with one another because you need each other to fulfill the kind of vision that you want that God is putting or laying on your mind that is calling you into. Also, it's a time to pray for your children, to pray for your old age, to pray about anything and everything. Also, it's a time to be real to one another. You know what? There's this problem in my family. Can we begin to pray about it? It's a time to talk about to each other about the things that you know about your family that could have a negative effect on your own family. It's a time to look at, oh, this, this is the kind of thing I saw my dad, father did to my mom. 
I won't want to do it to my wife. It is not enough to say it by your mouth. It is something you have to pray about. It is something you have to be intentional about. It is something you have to discuss so that you can help each other along the way. So this is the purpose of courtship. And I believe that if we know the reason for courtship, it will save us a lot of headache because we will do it with intention. We will enjoy working together. We will enjoy learning from one another and preparing for our future home. So that when you're married, you're just working into what you already know. You will still continue to learn, but it will not be so shocking that you, you're seeing yourself, oh, I didn't know this about him. So I believe that God will help us. And once we begin and we make up our mind that what I'm doing, I want to work based on the principles of the word of God. It's going to be great. Marriage is sweet, but it's not something that just drops. It's not something that is a magic. It's not something that is an accident. It doesn't just occur. For a good marriage to happen, you have to work on it. And the time to start working on it is during the courtship. And the Lord will help us. I wish you a good relationship together, for especially those of you that are in courtship. And if you are not in courtship, you're looking forward to it, this is the time to begin to read about it, study about it, what are we supposed to be doing. It's not just to be loving, 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 loving. It's a time to go deeper and know each other well so that marriage could be sweet. The Lord bless you. And I wish you all the best this week. Enjoy the rest of the week. God bless you. Bye.